It's the blackout. What's up, everybody? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, we talk about a cocaine snorting bear. All this and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. All right. (laughs) Bear's high. All right, here we go. Uh, Welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back once again to episode 178 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. I'm Jared. What up, people? I'm Jay. And we're backing at it again, people. Jay, how's your week, cousin? How's everything going? Good, 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 good. Another week. Another week. Kids are starting spring break, so that's cool. Uh, You know, trying to figure out what we're going to do with them next year because it looks like everybody's trying to slowly migrate back to work. Mm-hmm. I may end up having to go back to work. I'm trying my best to stay home for the longest mm-hmm. and not go back in. Uh, yeah. Only because I like it home. I don't like seeing all these people at work. I mean, yeah, it's okay. I talk to them every day on yeah. Microsoft Teams or whatever it is. And yeah, I just like the comfort of my own home. I could do what I want, I could concentrate and focus. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we're uh, trying to figure out what to do with them next year because they're going to a new school as well. We had to visit that school this past week. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but that's that's been like the highlight of the week. You know, nice yeah. weather here. Nothing really going on. Just the same old, same old thing. Same old thing. Did a lot of shopping at Sam's yesterday. That's good. That was fun. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. A bunch of junk I didn't need. That's okay, man. It's Sam's. That's what it's made for. You know, it's made for you to show up there. They have, like, all these deals on things that, you know, you wouldn't normally buy, you know, that are, like, one-offs. So, you're like, yeah, I'll buy, Mm -hmm. you know, like a uh, uh, 67-piece box of Tupperware. Um, And then buy a 50-pound box of butter. Oh, yeah. Why not? Why not? Go ahead and buy that, you know, 25 a pound bag of sugar. Mm-hmm. You may not yep. need that. I need that, but you don't need that. Yeah, yeah, for real. Right. So, yes. Do so, you you go to Costco or Sam's? Uh, we go to both actually. Both. I know my wife has a has an old uh, subscription to Costco that's still active, and then I have a Sam's one. Do um, so. We'll go to both. Is there always a person when you walk in, like less than twenty feet away? It's like, hey, who's your phone carrier? Oh, bro! Every time. Every time, every time, every single time, man. And it's like, I just tell them, nope, I don't need it. I don't need it. Like, I don't need I it. I am my own phone carrier. I'm carrying yeah. it right now. Yep. <laughs> and I'm walking away from you. Yeah, it's hard to even get. A, I try not to even pass by them. I make a quick beeline to the straight to the side mm-hmm. by the pharmacy or wherever it is. And yeah. yeah go around. Walk. Yeah, you got to walk away from that that electronic area mm-hmm. um, if you do if you do walk through you gotta go like along the backside, you know like like right when you come in too I know at Costco they have this and I've seen it at my Sam's they have like the photo photo station mm-hmm. uh, you know where they like do like I don't know picture developing or whatever yep. photo develop so you gotta walk like right on the side over there mm-hmm. you know you don't have to get don't get in the eye line the eye side of the of the little person selling cell phones cause <coughs> Yeah, he'll call you over. Yeah, uh, that's just hey. like in that's just like in Walmart. Like randomly in Walmart, there's always somebody trying to sell you uh, like a dish or or Directv package. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, my brother, who you got for cable? 
Oh man, I'm like, dude, I, I, you know, this is who I use. Well, have you heard about the great deals with Directv? <laughs> Do you, you watch try football? <laughs> you could try it now and get a hundred dollar gift card. Right, right, exactly. If you apply now, you know, if you apply now for a Directv credit, we'll give you free NFL, uh, you know, Sunday pass, as well as a hundred dollar gift card to use at any store of your choosing. Mm-hmm. I mean, dang, Sunday NFL ticket for free? Okay. Yeah, that's how they suck you in, right? Let's do it. And then you forget after that first subscription's over and you end up paying and you're the extra in. $100, $200 for stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, you are locked in. Yeah. Uh, yes. So. Oh, before we, we move on, mm-hmm. I want to issue an apology for the last episode mm-hmm. I made. I said it was Dion Warwick when it was Gladys Knight. I'm not sure why I said that, but while I was editing, I caught myself and I was like, it wasn't Dion Warwick, it was Gladys Knight. Yeah, well, and, you know, and yeah. I know I was like, please do not revoke my black card, people. Mm. I think I know why I said that because I think we were talking about Tiana Taylor was in coming to America, and she's also scheduled to play Dion Warwick in her biopic. So maybe that's why I got confused with that. Um, wow. Yeah. So just an apology. I don't want nobody to revoke my ba- my black card or pull my black card. I know yeah. my <laughs> I know my wife said something about she she was gonna revoke my black card because I got that wrong. Um, so yeah, I uh, I just wanted to issue that apology before anybody got on me, got on us. Yeah, I will, I'll have to say now that you say that I remember that I agreed with you. Like I you know repeated yes. whatever you said. So so we're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry about that. But hey, you know what, man? We we're just in the moment. God, you know, at least we didn't say anything like super problematic that would get us like, you yeah, know, yeah, fired from our job or anything like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. Um, you know, yeah, man, so good. Sounds like your week was good overall, especially with the nice trip to Sam's. Oh, yeah, mostly early in the morning, no people, so that's yeah. always a plus. Yeah, so I have a question for you. So I know that yeah. Texas has opened back up because your governor thinks that. You know, thinks that it's probably a good idea to go ahead and let everybody forget about the, you know, week-long uh, situation where people without power, people died, you know, because it froze over, and say, hey, let's just open back up Texas so y'all can forget about that stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, how has that gone, you know, since, what, is it like a week and a half now since Texas yeah, reopened? Uh, it's been the 10th, March 10th, so um, mm-hmm. I don't go out. Yesterday was like the only time I really got out to get to the store. That's probably it. I get out once a week. There was only one person without a mask that I saw. Uh, but other than that, everybody's pretty pretty much uh, had their mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I am, yeah, you know, they, they've been talking about the spring break, of course, coming up this week. And a lot of people are going to Austin. I think it's Austin that they're, they're trying. A lot of people are trying to vacation, too. Mm. So I'm just I'm just wondering how that's gonna turn out. People from out of state coming to the town and you know no mask on, living their uh, life. I don't know uh, how that's gonna turn out, but yeah. you know for the most part everybody's everybody's good. Yeah, I mean I guess we'll see. You know I guess we'll see. You know what, 15, 14 days. You know give or take after the tenth in Texas. Uh, you know we'll see what the numbers look like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I know that Utah is, 
trying to steam, you know, go full steam ahead until I think it's like mid-April, something like that, for them, for us opening up like yeah. that. So, I mean, I still plan to wear my mask, uh, you know, yeah. for a while until, until you know, I feel more confident and, you know, that there are a, a higher number of the population uh, vaccinated and, you know, the case numbers goes down, all that stuff, et cetera. Um, I know my wife got her vaccine and she got her second shot. Is she um, better? Uh, she she wasn't feeling good after that second shot, you know, for like a day and a half or so, which seems about, you know, normal from what I've heard. Also, though, uh, I know that she said that since then, every day she's got like a little like light headache uh, since the shot, uh, which she wasn't having before. So she'll either get it in the morning or in the evening before she goes to bed. So I think, I don't know, man, it's just, it's just weird because that's not, you know, that's not what she... She wouldn't have those normally. Um, so, you know, we definitely think it's some kind of association with that mm-hmm. vaccine. Uh, but other than that, man, uh, for me, my week has been full of work. And then, you know, work at my job, work, you know, at my second job. Um, and just, you know, good overall. Um, just busy, just busy. Editing video, which had like so many problems with it. Uh, I think I finally made it work and look fine. Um, you know, brought a couple new stores uh, on for Hooks, Rubs, and Spices, so that is a good thing. Um, and yeah, and they they sent a picture. They sent a picture which I sent you, which they did like a man. They they cooked like twelve different meats, like between ribs and brisket, and like pork shoulder and flank steak and uh, like al pastor tacos like all kinds of stuff man it was chicken turkey like all kinds of stuff they they threw down so yeah so i can't wait to repost that and, and uh yeah man that's it's cool because it's basically like the farthest north part of utah um you know where there's like a you know heavier i guess you know a little more of the populations up there is just sort of the farther reaches so there's two stores up there that you know that are uh that are uh, uh, you know, sort of go-to stores that aren't like your normal Lowe's and Home Depot, so it's nice. Um, and and yeah, uh, you know, still spreading south. And then I also saw an email that I got on the website uh, where there's some store in Canada that opened uh, that is looking to carry the product, so I want to bring nice. it north of the border. And yeah, that's nice. in Alberta, uh, so that's you know due north uh, from where I am, Calgary area, and. Uh, and yeah, and I, and I was like, uh, is this, you know, sketchy or is this real? Because, you know, you get all kinds of like random messages. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man, I looked up the store. It looks like a real store. They carry, uh, you know, a lot of the products that are like, you know, sort of competitors products mm-hmm. um, and are good, you know, products. And it's like the only store in that area. It's in, see, this is the other thing. Like when I'm looking at stores, I either look for their uniqueness as in like the barbecue pit stop here, which is you know like the store that people go to for barbecue stuff um sauces rubs products uh, uh grills all this stuff and then i look at other stores which have like name value or are in a in a um busy enough area so mm-hmm. like ace hardware for instance you know obviously that's the name recognition but you know some of the locations are like the only store around that's like that you know they're not next to a Home Depot or Lowe's, so they're like, you know, the the alternative for people like that. So that's where, you know, those people are here in Utah. But then that one that's up in uh, Canada, 
they're like in a in a like a nice sized like shopping center you know with other you know like major stores but you know other other stores but it's like the only store like it and it's like a specialized thing there so you know they're they're a new store um as of like this the the fall i guess but they seem to be doing really well so i'm gonna reply to them uh because i just need to figure out how to ship you know across the border anyway yeah because uh, yeah, yeah. i've gotten i have some people i want to you know sell stuff to and send stuff to up there also in australia <laughs> and also in great britain where our wulong talks guys are so you know i got i gotta i gotta sort that out and once my inventory gets right here in a couple weeks don't do it how hard would it be to get your stuff into a bucky's I don't know. I don't know. That would be interesting. I mean, I'd have to talk to the Bucky's buyer probably. The the thing is, one of the one of the we call it, call it like a wholesale channel. One of the wholesale channels I'm opening up is basically uh, you know open to any buyer from any store in the country, I guess. So early in the world, but I think right now I just have it in U.S. So I don't think it would be hard per se because it's a Texas company. But when you look at I remember this from working with like some other like rest stop companies with some other product that I used to sell was like they're like competing for hardware uh, uh, I mean sorry they're competing for shelf space mm. uh, you know with so many other companies so they're like you know if you have a name recognition or if you have something different or unique that that you know would draw people to buy it then it's a good fit but it's a good fit, but they gotta have shelf space for you. So that means somebody else has to be going out, mm-hmm. so they can put you in. Because those stores, you know, even though they're huge, they're not like a Walmart. They're not turning over the same type of products. You know, like people, people, you know, are going to Bucky's probably to, you know, get like the Buggies, Bucky's like, you know, specific stuff. You know, rather than Buck nuts, what do yeah, they call beaver nuts? Beaver, beaver nuggets, yeah. Yeah. Oh, beaver nuggets. What do you say? Go. Nuts. Yeah, beaver it's, nuts. It's like the same thing. I'm sure they oh, have bucket okay. nuts there too. But yeah, you know, they're going for that. They're going for the jerky. So, and I know Bucky sells the seasoning too because I just saw a picture somebody posted. But um, it it would be and wouldn't be hard. Uh, it's just dependent. But the main thing is if there's space, you know, and if they, if they want to give you a shot. And so cool. it's always worth a try. But That's cool. Till my stock is right, I can't try too big. But I can try big and get my stock right at the same time. Um, it's 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 within weeks of happening, so we get cool, cool. I may best retry. So anyway, but yeah, man, that's it. Uh, that's all we got. Uh, you know, for the weeks, I guess there's other things, but uh, that's the main thing. So yeah, so hey, uh, I know we got some voicemails this week. No, it's yep, 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 yep. As I yawn, excuse me, uh, why don't you tell the people uh, where they can leave us a voicemail? All right, people, 3853-BLAKPC or 385-325-2572 to call us. Give us a shout out. Let us know what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you tasted them Bucky Nuts them Nuggets. Bucky nuts. Bucky Nuggets or Bucky Nuts. Uh, <laughs> tell us what you call them. Bucky Nuggets or Nuts. Well, either way they go. Have you put them in your mouth? It's the question. There you go. All right. Um, all right. So. What we got? 
There was a song. There was like a song back in the day called "Put It in Your Mouth." Yeah, it can, it can there you the go. Akinyeli. There you go. Akinyeli. Yeah, because he was the one. Wasn't Super he the one who? Song. Wasn't he the one who made that song called <coughs> Splackavelli? Right. Splack. Did he make Splackavelli? Maybe he did. Yeah, possibly. I can't remember. Or was that? The I guy remember that. I remember Splackavelli, or maybe that was the guy's name, Splackavelli. Yeah, maybe that was the guy's name. But yeah, I remember Akinyeli. So anyway, I just thought about that. Okay, here we go. First up, three, two, one. one of the GoFundMes right now so <laughs> there was a woman stranded in Atlanta for NBA All-Star Weekend um, how did she get there that's, that's yeah that's the question <laughs> the one okay she came to Atlanta on a one-way oh. ticket with $400 in her purse uh, she was planning to use her unemployment Oh, boy. She was planning to use her unemployment to pay her way back home, but the funds did not come through. Wait, she was That's, planning what to get her funds? She was planning to use her unemployment check. To unemployment check, yeah. To, to pay her way back home. So, I see the problem right there. If you're unemployed, you shouldn't have been going to Atlanta in the first mm, place. Exactly. That's the All first right. thing. So she says, I went to Atlanta for All-Star Weekend with $400, only booked the one way because I was waiting on my unemployment to pay my way back. But they baited, I need help surviving and making back, wait, and making back home to New York. Please, anything will help. So she put that up. She raised $569 of her $1,300 goal within 48 contributors. But it's been shared more than fifty thousand times. Wow, that's crazy! Like, come on, man, come on. Why, why, why? Oh, wait! Update. Update. The young lady has taken to Facebook to say it was a joke slash a scam, and that she's on her way to the bank. Wow! So she See? pranked, she messed with everybody for the GoFundMe. So that was taken down. 
Uh, wow. That's see, crazy. See, this is the problem. Right? This is the problem. This is what this is what hurts every other legitimate GoFundMe page. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Ever. For companies to try to help try to help themselves, like, you know, fund themselves to, to make themselves. And then also, you know, for, for causes. Uh, you know, fools like this, you know, first of all, trying to, you know, use her unemployment check to like get herself home. First of mm-hmm. all, yeah, like you said, you shouldn't be going nowhere if you ain't if you ain't got no job. Right. You know? Should be out there buying groceries, paying paying for uh, you know, paying for um you know, paying for bills. Yeah, you know? exactly. But but then to do that and then obviously like throw it in everyone's face like, hey, I'm going to the bank. Man, hopefully GoFundMe can like revoke those funds. Like hopefully there's a way to do that. I think there is a way to do that. Uh, I know a lot of these companies now, uh, especially that have to deal with people's finances can, um, you know, can go in and put a dispute or put like some kind of hold or revocation reversal Mm -hmm. of funds and refund everyone. So hopefully they do that. Hopefully they see that and and they do that. That's that's idiotic, man. I mean, another, another dude, like if your car broke down and you need to, you need to get home, like, and if you live in the same city, bro, you better call somebody or walk. Like if you yeah. got enough time to create a GoFundMe page on your phone, for real, right? Then you got you got enough time to call somebody. You got you enough know? time to call AAA. Call AAA. <laughs> call Uber. Call Lyft. You know. Call. You know somebody. Get a bus. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. That's wild. Okay. Hey, and you know what, Kayla? Happy birthday to you. I know your birthday is this week. Happy birthday. You know, uh, uh, we wished you happy birthday on your pages. So, you know, just wanted to put it out there. Memphis Diva 99 is the real deal. And it is her birthday. Well, it was her birthday. So, I think she uh, did a little bit of riding and hanging out with friends for her birthday. So, yeah, happy, happy to you. Here we go. Next up. More Memphis Diva talk, still super early in the morning. It's me, Memphis Diva 99. Y'all, I'm still chilling this morning on this Monday morning. And I need to tell y'all about the voodoo cat. Mm-mm. You know, I had some upgrades down to T'Challa, my motorcycle. And, <laughs> um,. I put the motorcycle, the motorcycle covering over it, you know, because he all shiny and black and gold and shiny and stuff, and he got new handlebars and lights and, you know, all this good stuff and oil change and, he, you know, he's just beautiful, you know, he just, you know, he got new pigs and all this stuff, just looking sexy, you know, and uh, he's in my carport until I move him to the garage of one of my friends' house. She, she, you know, her bike and my bike, you know, they roommate. But anyway, get ready to go ride yesterday. And godly, guess what I see on my bike? <laughs> <sighs> the damn voodoo cat, Paul Prince. Mm-hmm. The damn voodoo cat that got up under the little covering and he had a good time. <laughs> so I'm looking for you, voodoo cat. They offer T'Challa. Nobody gets on T'Challa except Kayla, okay? Oops. That's not my name. My name. Damn, you know my name. Shoot. 
Listen to you 99. I'm talking too much. Blame it on the white peach grape Ciroc I had last night. Okay. It was delicious, okay? I followed with 15 people last night. Okay, then I talked to you later. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that must have been after her birthday so there you go oh, yeah. or I guess actually I think that was pre-birthday because I think she had like a pre-birthday hangout is what I saw so that's wild so yeah man uh, the voodoo cat uh, you know jumped on top of T'Challa the Black Panther so really the cat was just trying to be among his own Kayla they oh yeah it's a good assessment I like that <laughs> that's what I think <laughs> that's wow. a good assessment found yeah. some kinship you know, in that bike. The, the the black, the the voodoo cat, you know, ran up on Black Panther, like they became friends. So he just wants to ride with you, Kayla. That's it. He just wants you to take him in, you know, make him, you know, part of the family, you know, and you guys can go and have some, just like Kayla and wild and, adventures uh, and and uh and voodoo cat times yeah hanging out rolling down the street you should get a little sidecar to go on, on t'challa uh just the size enough for a cat and you just put him in there and y'all should you go get him some little cat goggles to go on his face <laughs> i just thought about that little cat helmet <laughs> oh yes and a scarf <laughs> <laughs> oh man that would be great get a jacket with his name on the back Oh, cool man. nickname. He needs a cool nickname on the uh, back. Tunsis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh wow. Okay. So at the beginning, you know, Google Google Voice is is the best at translating, you know, whatever they say. So the beginning call says, "It's me. Can you please leave a ninety nine, y'all?" Instead <laughs> of Memphis Diva ninety nine. So that's funny. Uh, so here we go. Next up. <laughs> Next up. Three, two, one. Y'all, this is my last one. Because I gotta watch this movie on Netflix. This is Memphis Diva. Look, look. These songs that are coming out. Um, y'all, we're living in a society. Look. We're in the car with my brother. You know, he's driving his car. You know, I'm chilling. You know, we just talking about life, our dad. We're some pieces. You know, and, um, what we talking about? We always that. So this phone comes on the radio. Mind you. So I'm thinking the guy saying, go, baby, go, go, go. Da, 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 da. You know, I'm not really paying attention to it. And so, um, you know, he just was rapping. Uh, you gotta keep something, 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 something. So I'm just saying, go, baby, my brother said. <laughs> You, Wow, that was it. 
anybody, I don't know if anybody else noted, but I noticed through Google Voice that she said the word something 11 times in a row. Something, 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 something. Wow. So, yeah, that sounds uh, like a very problematic song to me. Yeah. But I guess it's, it's out Definitely BET Uncut Worthy. Mm-hmm. BET Uncut Worthy. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah, these days, man, you never know these, these kids, what they're making stuff up now. Who even knows? Who even knows? I think my son said there's this this uh, genre of music called it's like trap hop metal or something like that. Yeah, I remember you talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hip, 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 hip trap, trap, trap metal hip hop. I don't know what these kids doing these days. Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kayla, just stay away from me. Stay away from the music. Yeah. You don't need to listen to that. Yes, indeed. No, you, well, no, don't. I was going to say, though, like, if she starts dating that young dude at the grocery store to try to hit on her, and he probably listen to that stuff. Yeah. So she'll have to get hip to the game. You know? Yeah, but uh, don't be letting nobody give you no throat babies. No. No, 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 no. Not, no. A, not a good one. Not good. All right. On that note, uh, <laughs> here we go. Last one. Oh, snap. Hey, of what you said and yeah man I mean I like Papa Doe like I really do I really enjoy Papa Doe uh, yeah it's been a long time driving, since I've been there I ain't driving three hours for it though no not today <laughs> not today <laughs> yeah so wow that's crazy um yeah I uh yeah once again you know the, the people you know go into the all-star game you know whatever like this is my thing these are the same people who will like, you know, look like they'll buy everything to look right, like stylish wise, right? 
but they won't take care of their car or you know or they'll go they'll be like oh my car gonna be all right and i mean we all been there you know we all like had like that last like you know feather of gas in the tank and we're like we can make it we're gonna be all right we can go 30 miles on that sometimes we make it sometimes we don't <laughs> yep you know yeah. and if you ever had to walk to the gas station get a ride to the gas station push your car into a gas station when you ran out of gas man it is Mm-mm. not a pleasant thing to happen. Uh, or if your car, you know, if you know your car is trash, and you try to go somewhere, your car break down. That's happened to me a couple times. You know. Yeah. You don't want to be that dude. You know what I'm saying? Happened to me too. It's the last wow. thing you want to be. So. Wow. I got a feeling some of these uh, people that's getting broke down, like that particular woman. She was a uh, looking to to get an NBA player. That's what I think. That's what I honestly think. She's looking to get an NBA player, maybe get a throat baby. Uh, She's gonna be like like Tesca Brown, the the you know the gorilla glue girl. You know her got her hair laid. You know what I'm saying? Try to go get one of these NBA players. No, nope, not the way. That's not the way. That's not the way. Nah, nah, be not every, not everybody could be Kim and Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay, so Kayla said that she, you know, wanted to drive like three hours to Papa Dope. So, like, what's the farthest away you would drive for, like, your favorite restaurant or your favorite meal? What's the farthest? And maybe what's the restaurant? Oh, man. I think a max maybe... Maybe 30 miles. 30 miles? Maybe this, which is what, maybe a... 30 plus minute drive yeah I mean from where you, but where you live though like you live like everything is down in the middle so yeah, yeah everything is like right there I mean if there's something in Dallas that's really I'm trying to think of something that, that that's 30 miles that's 30 minutes though yeah like, that's, that's 30 that, minutes that's, right that's, there that's the so it's just like, it's just like going right there so it's yeah. hard to say what uh, what I would want what are that what I'm craving that would make me want to drive that far uh, that's a tough one, dude. Uh, I used to drive an extra ways to go to Popeyes. <laughs> I mean, it okay. wasn't thirty minutes, but it was out of the way, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was out of the way. Yeah. Um, after they closed the Popeyes, that's near. Uh, that was off of Lancaster. Uh huh. They closed that one, so I had to drive to another one that was probably ten miles away. Okay. Yeah, ten miles away. So that was probably the furthest. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know of any other restaurant that I would be like craving that would make me want to drive that far. Yeah. Wow, let me think, let me think, let me think. Cheesecake Factory cheesecake? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad choice. That's not a bad choice. I think uh personally I would probably go I go an hour. I I would do an hour. If there, if there, I would do, I would actually, I would do two hours. Two hours though, it would have to be my absolute, like favorite restaurant. Like that would be it. Like that's the only play, only time, only way I would go for that long. And it would probably have to be like a special occasion where mm-hmm. I have to like take the time to go. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a birthday or anniversary or something like that. Um, uh, there, there is one place that I really like here, the only barbecue place that I really have found a good affinity to called Five Star Barbecue. 
and it's about it's about 30 minutes away so I would take that drive too um, I'm trying to think what else uh, if I would go across state lines that'd be really hard it'd have to be somewhere amazing I mean I mean when I when I go visit places there's stuff that I love to eat there but I have to be going there to visit I wouldn't just like up and be like I'm gonna drive back to Texas just to get some Texas barbecue. Nah, yeah. I'm good, bro. I can make it myself. <laughs> yeah, you know? I've heard of celebrities flying, just taking flights just to go across the country just to get a hamburger from a particular spot. Man, you know, when you got it, you got it, I guess. That's crazy. Yeah. But hey, it, it is what it is. When you got that dough, if you got a plane, you can do it, I guess. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see. So. You know, speaking of food, speaking of, you know, Papados, that's good Southern food, food, you know what I'm saying? They even got a little bit of soul food and some of the food that they sell. Uh, so I made a video this weekend uh, uh, and um, it was going to be two different things. It was going to be a combination of one style of cooking with soul food. So how about, can I just ask you, like, what are some like good soul food like sides, not a main dish, but like sides that are like popular or that you love. Like, what's the type of thing that you would eat when you think of soul food? I think of potato salad. Okay. Then there's that that breakdown of what kind of potato salad. Yeah, is it mustard? Is See, it we I grew up with the mustard one. Mm -hmm. I grew up with the mustard one. That's the only way. So to go. the mustard version of potato salad. Mac and cheese, mm, mac and cheese, yeah. But then okay. it depends who makes the mac and cheese. It's got to be my wife. In the yeah, my wife makes some really dope mac and cheese yeah. that I hadn't tasted like that anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even my brother raves about it, so that's a great thing. Um, sides. Uh, hmm. Man, that's a good one. So, I wasn't really a big greens person growing mm -hmm. up, but greens, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about that too. And the thing that I made, the thing that I made, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But too. sweet potatoes would be good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, I would love to have had fried okra. Mm, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, but but I didn't want to take the time to fry it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I wouldn't. I would. I can't fry nothing in my house, man. It got be everything. Got be fried outdoors. Um, and uh, so then my my other thing was greens, right? I love potato salad, mm -hmm. especially like day old potato salad, mustard day old potato salad. Psh, that's dope. But uh, yeah, so greens, potato salad, grits. Oh yeah, with salt and cheese, not sugar. Not these fools who like sugar. Shrimp and grits, or just grits, and then mac and cheese, right? So I end up going with the with the with the greens mm -hmm. and the mac and cheese. And what I made was a a soul food inspired 
authentic Philly cheesesteak. Okay. So Philly cheesesteak on the bottom, all f- with like fresh homemade hoagie rolls. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, chopped up steak that skillet, you know, skillet uh, fried, caramelized onions, and then uh, they, and then what? White American cheese and cheese whiz. But I actually put the cheese whiz in the mac and cheese and baked it. Right. Okay. Then I topped. Uh, so 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 here's the bottom of it, right? So that homemade hoagie roll, right? Eight inches, in case you want to know how long. Pause. <laughs> top that, and then top that with the white American cheese, the uh, griddle griddle skillet fried, uh, um, you know, beef. Then I put the greens, then the mac and cheese, wow. then some caramelized onions. Top that with pickle chips. And a little drizzle of Texas blue agave hot sauce. <clears throat> it was Sounds amazing. amazing. It was amazing. And I did a video about it, uh, and I'm gonna post that on Hooks Rose and Spices at some point in time, but because I'm using one of the new flavors. Mm-hmm. But that was man, that was great. I, I only got through half the sandwich, and I had to sit down for a while. I put it down for like three hours, then I came back to it. Wow. It was good. That sounds amazing. That sounds like a lot. It was a lot, man. It was like 21 Savage. A lot. A lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll send you a video. I think, uh, I think this is it. Yeah, this is it. Because uh, my daughter uh, was being my... Um, she was my uh, camera camera woman, and she's really good. Uh, and I think this is like the fin- the final taste video, where I cut it open and I taste it, um, and I tell everybody about it. And I'm pretty messy, but it was definitely worth it. Anybody else try it? Uh, Jackson did. Uh, my son did, and he he thought it was great. Uh, I was gonna make a chicken version of that for my wife, but um, she didn't want to. She wasn't she wasn't feeling well last night, so she didn't have one. And my daughter was like, I'm just going to eat the bread. So, <laughs> so, you know, whatever. If I made a grilled cheese with it, then, like, they would have been all over it. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's whatever, That's man. Cool. It, was, it was really good. Yeah, I'm sending you a video. Anyway, yeah, good good info, good info. So, nice. Yeah, I, nice. I, I want to try to do that with grits. Maybe, like, uh, shrimp and grits. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, so I think that would be good, too, so. Yeah, man, I I remember going to New Orleans. I felt disrespected when the guy, we went to this little cafe and the guy asked me if I wanted sugar in my grits. I'm like, bruh, no, no, what? No, man, I'm I'm, I'm from just because I don't live in New Orleans doesn't mean I, you know. Yeah, they thought you were a regular tourist. Yeah, they thought I was a regular tourist. I I don't know, man. It's, It's whatever, though. It's uh. Yeah. yeah, I just felt like disrespect. I was just like, nah, give me some plain grits with some butter. Uh, you know? Yeah. I, uh, dang, that's, that sandwich was stupid. Um, I, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, there, there's a, there's a group like on Facebook called Soul Food Foodies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soul Food Foodies. Invite. 
they and they have they have they always have a constant debate of like you know if people want sugar or or salt and cheese in their grits or syrup and yeah man it's it's always like a back and forth it's sadly i think it's almost a 50 50 because um, i know in my house you know my wife likes uh, syrup in her grits and me and the kids like you know cheese and butter yeah yeah that's i could how, do cheese too because that's how i raised them children I raised that, right. Actually, the first time I had cheese in my grits was at your house. Yeah, that's you know, right. Back when I was young. So. That is right. You had it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, on Soul Food Foodies, they got all kinds of crazy food stuff on there. Like, absolutely crazy stuff you ever seen in your life. Yeah. And it's, all, like, it's like everybody's every day at their house is like a soul food picnic. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's fun to watch that. Yeah, I was, I was a little hesitant when uh, you sent me the the invite for the was it barbecue no pansies? Because uh-huh. I looked on there and every single picture somebody posted, <laughs> the comments were just going in on them. Oh, like, they're getting roasted. They were getting roasted bad. Everybody. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we're just gonna see some nice recipes and stuff, and it's like, no. nope. See, this, that's, that's where people go to get roasted. They're like, you know, it's my first time ever doing a brisket, you know, and I, it tasted really good, but for some reason it was sort of dry. And then, like, you see, like, it's like all the memes, all the trash talk, you know, people laugh at them and people like, you should have did this, you should have did that. And, you know, it's for, it's got to, you got to have some thick skin to go in there and post your food. Yeah. I have posted, I think I posted one thing so far. And it was like, oh yeah, I was, I was like, I love putting sausage in my breakfast ta- or sausage in my tacos. I love putting mm-hmm. sausage in tacos. And so, not really thinking about it, like somebody <laughs> was like, I love putting sausage in tacos too, especially when my wife says it's okay. You know? <laughs> and I was like, oh wait, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for it. Yeah, the one, the one dude, the one dude's like, I don't see any sausage. Where's the sausage? And I was like, dude, zoom in. Like, use your eyes, and he then he then he like sent me back a picture that said, "I zoomed in, still can't see it." I'm like, you know what, man, you can't, you can't, you can't help everybody. But man, yeah, if you go to that barbecue barbecue no pansies on Facebook, boy, they they go hard on some people. But hey, man, you know what? I think it's cool to go there, post your stuff. You know, you get honest trash talking feedback. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't nobody in there holding back. Nobody's in there be like, oh, you know, it would have been nicer if you did this. No, nah, man, if you, po- if you post a picture of a steak and it looked like it was burnt, they'll show you a picture of a hockey puck. Yeah. Straight up. I saw that. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did that. But yeah, so anyway, so, um, you know, speaking of consuming things, speaking of consuming, uh, you know, uh, over the top uh, and, uh, you know, Look, uh, I guess over the top ingredients, luscious ingredients, ingredients that will, you know, uh, make you feel dandy like candy makes you dandy. Dandy, dandy candy. Let's talk about this cocaine bear. Nose candy. Yes. (laughs) Cocaine bear. So I I just came across this article, people, as we were prepping for the show right before. And uh, I guess I'd like to tell you a little story. So (laughs) gather around the campfire. Sit crisscross applesauce and uh, pay attention to the tale of the cocaine bear, aka Pablo Escobar. <laughs> Pablo Escobar, I love it. Okay, let's go. Maybe his name was Paddington. I don't know. Um, so, 
This is a true story, people. So back in, and I think they are making this into a movie from what I read. It's just mm-hmm. going to be hilarious. So September 11, 1985, an old man in Kentucky woke up and went outside where he found the corpse of a man in his driveway, which would have been an unusual start to a Wednesday, even if the cor- corpse wasn't wearing a bulletproof vest and strapped to a parachute, which he was. This was just a small part of his ensemble, which included night vision goggles, several handguns, and around $14 million worth of cocaine. The elderly gentleman phoned the police, as you well might in this situation, who identified the body as one Andrew C. Thornton II, a former paratrooper, narcotics officer, and lawyer who combined these unique skill sets when he became a paratrooping drug smuggler for a ring known as the company. Thornton, who had received a Purple Heart after being injured while deployed to the Dominican Republic during the revolution, had set his plane on autopilot before jumping from it and was to hand and was to hand on the cocaine once landed safely in Kentucky. While the plane was crashed 96.5 kilometers away, he fell to the ground. It's not known whether his parachute failed to deploy or he had merely left it too soon or too late. Uh, His friend said that he liked to play a game of waiting as long as he possibly could before opening it up. Uh, You don't get into drug smuggling parachute under the cover of night because you're averse to risk. But what of the cocaine bear, I hear you ask? The bear who liked to eat cocaine. Well, some three months later, in the Chattahoochee National Forest in Georgia, near where the plane was found, a 97.4 kilogram black bear, which is 175 pounds, was discovered surrounded by 40 40 opened plastic packages that contained traces of cocaine. Despite the hefty weight of the bear, it was no match for around 70 pounds of cocaine that the packages used to house and it had died of an overdose. Its stomach was literally packed to the brim with cocaine. The medical examiner who looked inside the animal's stomach told the Kentucky for Kentucky, there isn't a mammal on that planet that could survive that cerebral hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging, respiratory failure, hypothermia, renal failure, heart failure, stroke, you name it, the bear had it. (laughs) Sorry. Wow. Wow. Oh man. All right. So despite the the, despite the state of the bear's insides, the outside looked pretty great. This is where Pablo Escobar Escobar's tail took a weird epilogue. The examiner sent the body to be stuffed. After this, it went it went to live in a visitor center of the Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area. Uh, following the fire, the bear was moved to Dalton, where soon. Afterwards, it went missing. By the time other artifacts were stolen, uh, were found in a pawn shop, the bear had already been sold to country music legend Waylon Jennings, who didn't know the backstory. From there, the bear made its way to Vegas, where it lived in the mansion of Ron Thompson, a man who would organize fun for millionaires while they were in the city. I'm sure there was lots of cocaine. Where it remained for years. It then headed to Reno, having been bought by Zhu Ting, 
an owner of a traditional Chinese medicine shop mm. after Thompson died and his possessions were auctioned off. It remained in the shop for many years, scaring the hell out of his wife. The bear was finally tracked down by Kentucky for Kentucky, who explained its backstory, after which it was happily returned to Kentucky in 2016, where tourists can see it in the Kentucky Fun Mall in North Lexington, a fitting resting place for a poor bear that was curious about a bag of cocaine, ate it, then devoured 39 further bags of cocaine. There it is, people. The tale of Pablo Escobar, the black bear. All new meaning to that song where it says, way down yonder in the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than hoochie coochie. Wow, that's, that's a good song. <laughs> Dang. What? So the bear basically, okay, wow, that's had, quite the story. One, had one bag and thought it was good, and then he decided to eat all the rest of the bags. He's like, if one bag's not enough, let's eat them all. You know what? See, this reminds me uh, also listening to the Don't Judge Me podcast a couple weeks ago. They had an episode where they were talking about... Uh, on the episode, they were talking about um, somebody trying to smuggle cocaine in cereal boxes or something like that, like cocaine-laced cereal. And, and so, uh, like, Frosted Flakes. Yeah, Frosted Flakes. That's crazy because I just bought a box of Frosted Flakes from Sam's yesterday, and then my oh wife my was like, you know they're smuggling cocaine in Frosted Flakes. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Oh, man, so the bear probably thought he was getting himself some Frosted Flakes, and he got himself <laughs> frosted straight up. Wow, he had everything. He had every ailment. And died from all of them at the same time. Heart failure, stroke, respiratory failure, hemorrhaging in the brain. Oh, man. His poop and I'm his sure pee. it came out white. Wow. That's crazy. That bear must have been running all over the forest, like just oh my gosh. super high. Wouldn't that be the scariest thing? Like like a like a cocaine <laughs> high bear, like just chasing white you all down? Over his nose. <laughs> He just like as he's running, like you know, there's like it's like puffs of smoke, you know, like white dust coming out of his nose and mouth. But he had to sniff it first, though, right? He, he would have to, had to smell it, oh, get yeah. a scent and a whiff in his nose, then start licking it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, can you just imagine, like, because like people, you know, when they say they're on cocaine, they think they're going like faster than they actually are or whatever. Like he he thinks that he's like running like five thousand miles per hour. And I mean, they already run pretty fast. And so, like, you're trying wow. to get away from them. Yeah, wow. Just a rabid cocaine bear. What if they had, you know, you remember that episode of South Park, Woodland Critter Christmas? Yes. What if you add cocaine into that? I mean, that's pretty much what this is. <laughs> it, it would make perfect sense to have cocaine in there. Oh, and they were man. doing blood sacrifice orgies. And- oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Wow. And then and then the part of the story where the dude was just like a like a cocaine smuggling paratrooper. Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who comes up with this? Wow. All true stories, people. So lead you astray. I wonder who's gonna play the voice of the bear on the movie. I don't know if it's gonna be animated. <laughs> with the- <laughs> It's not for kids. It don't have to be animated. I mean, it could be it's like you remember, kids. like Ted. Ted wasn't for kids. <laughs> they had an animated That's talking true. bear. That's true. That's true. You know, like who is the, like who is the <laughs> highest, like individual that can play that bear? Oh man, I, 
I would probably I would probably love to see um uh, uh Bill Murray play the bear. Oh, that would be good. That would be good if it was like an older bear. Or yeah. an older sound of bear. I would like to see uh uh Dave Chappelle from Half Baked <laughs> play the bear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Gotta get this cocaine. <laughs> he would turn into his uh Oh man, what was his character on Chappelle's show? Oh, um, uh, uh, oh yeah, Tyrone Biggums. Yes. Hello. My name is Tyrone Biggums. Sometimes the endless pursuit of crack leaves me tired and depleted, but now cocaine comes in a delicious shape. Red Bull. It gives me wings. <laughs> Yes, red balls. It gives you wings. <laughs> oh man! That see, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> I've done. Some, I've done some things <laughs> for some money. Oh man! Oh wow! That is crazy. That's great. Like how? 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 I guess you never even think about that. So. Wow. Oh man. Now I'm gonna have to find a bear with powder on his nose for the. <laughs> you know, you got to find it. You gotta find it for the cover. <laughs> that's that's the only thing to do, you know. If not, you gotta superimpose uh, some because it's gotta happen. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just. I don't know, man. It's it's just funny. Just, just, just the, just imagining the whole situation, you know, from the guy parachuting, uh, you know, with the bulletproof vest on, like what, mm-hmm. and, and just landing, uh, to the, to the bear, you know, <laughs> being found and, you know, going like being, being basically like passed around from, you know, collector to collector. Yeah, yeah. But you know, from this article, I found another one about other animals being high. And they talked about elephants being on acid, um, pets taking Prozac, mice wow. on speed of one thing, mice taking speed. That's wow. not cool. That would be worse than regular mice. Yeah, I've heard about monkeys doing marijuana. So this one mentions monkeys doing marijuana, caterpillars doing coke, mm-hmm. dolphins getting hold of puffer fish. And squeezing them until they get poked, and then they get a numbing feeling all over their body. Who is that? Dolphins. Oh like wow! Getting Dolphins. a little puffer fish. That's crazy. So yeah, that's crazy. Cats taking catnip. You know, all that stuff gets them high. So makes you wonder what you know what these animals are. Or enjoying their yeah. their day to day life. What do they talk about? Do they talk about getting together and getting high with each other? They probably do. Probably go and speaking, you know, animal talk to each other. Yeah. Speaking of animals, my two dogs. We have a 14, 15 year old dog and they and a, I don't know, like I don't know, four or five month old dog. What is he now? It's March, so he's four months old, man. Mm-hmm. And let me just and the and the and the new dog is bigger already bigger than the old dog, 
And the new dog, I think, is sort of a bully. But they're always, Uh-oh. like, yapping and, like, growling at each other. New dog trying to bite the old dog. The old dog trying to bite the new dog with his two and a half teeth he has left. Um, and, you know, they always, like, getting fights with each other. Like, right under somebody's feet. I mean, it's highly annoying. Mm. But... Yeah, I don't know if they're. Tra- I don't know, and, and then sometimes I think the new dog is playing because he's still like you know a puppy. Yeah, right? he's still puppy mode. So, but sometimes he gets a little, you know, he gets a little feisty, right? So, so I just be trying to wonder what they saying to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like I know the old dog is like get off my lawn because this fool has peed. <laughs> this what he has done. Like he he has like a little you know like a little pet bed that he'll lay on, and like the new dog tries to like steal it, right? Mm-hmm. So. Old dog will go and stand on his pet bed and pee on it, like right in front of the new dog's face. <laughs> and be like, look what I just did. Get out of here. <laughs> Do something. Right? He's like, I peed on it. It's mine now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so, of course, as soon as we see that, you know, we got to go throw it in the washing machine because we're like, we're going to let our house smell like pee. Um, but then the cycle starts again, you know? Then uh, not long ago, we saw old dog sitting on new dog's bed. New dog did not like that. He picked up the bed, flipped it over with old dog on it, <laughs> and started barking with him. That was amazing. I, I don't know. I'm not a dog that's, person, but, but this is hilarious. Um, that's funny. I, I will say this, though, man. I will say this. I don't know, man. It, the, okay, so, you know, with new dogs come new responsibilities, you know, of yes. like making sure they go outside to the restroom often enough, you know, feeding them, you know, all mm-hmm. this stuff. So, it's just wild because nobody wants to, like, like the first couple weeks, first, like, three weeks, you know, I think it was, like, the newness. Everybody's like, oh, let's go play with him. Oh, let's go take him out. It's so nice. Now, kids don't want to do that no more. I never really wanted to do it in the first place, but I have to. My wife doesn't want to do it after she does it a couple times. Like, nobody wants to do it. So, dogs just sit there, man. Every now and then he has an accident in the house and people get mad. But I'm like, ain't nobody put him out. I put him out five times already. Nobody else put him out. That's how it is in my house, you know. And then it becomes a numbers game. You know, it's like, who put him out the most? Whose dog is it? It's everybody's dog. So really, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's like daddy always has to feed the dog, Mm -hmm. put water in the dog's bowl, let the dog out, give the dog a bath. Yep. You know. No, nah, I don't get no dog no bath. Nope, not me. Yeah, I had to. I had to do it yesterday. And, oh, yeah. And, of, of course, I don't know, my dog is weird because he likes when I water plants outside because he'll go jump in the water. But once it comes <laughs> to taking a bath, no, nah. no, nah, and then I have to tie him up and it's like trying to control an 80-pound baby mm-hmm. because he's scared big? of the water. Yeah, he's, he's probably slightly over 80 pounds now. Dang. Three, three years old. Wow. Three. Yeah, about three years old. Last time I saw him, he may have been 10 pounds. That's crazy. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Group. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, the, our oldest one, Jeter, is his name. Uh, he is like four pounds soaking wet, uh, you know, on a good day. If he's wearing like a, if he's wearing like a, you know, like a weighted vest. Uh, and then... <laughs> And then the new dog is named Astro, and he is, uh, I mean, we, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember, they, they just brought him to the vet a couple of days ago for a shot, so, I don't know, but he, he's got to be at least like 
10 to 12 pounds at this point. Like, he's heavier for sure. So, yeah, man. So, and he, he came to the house, started all nice and sweet and quiet. And now he's like in the mischief. He's like, I'm going to wait till y'all ain't watching. I'm going to go and get inside your shoe and pull out your insole and chew it. Yeah. And that's Glad we didn't have that for all. Man, I, that's, I, I hate that. I think it's so nasty. But, no. I, I'm not the one. I'm, do you let dogs lick you? Uh, I maybe my hand, but not my face. I'm yeah. not about. I'm not that face life. I nah. see some people online. <laughs> I see some people online let the dogs lick them in the mouth and all kind mm. of other crap. No kissing no. their dog. Yeah, no, no I don't, not I don't, me. No, not me. Never. My I, I only let my dog lick me. Nope. No, not my hands. Not nothing. Uh, just the hands is the furthest I'll. I'll uh, I'll let the dog go. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'm sorry I got into dog talk, but that, all yeah, these critters all talking to each other just made me think about that. And good. you know, yeah, I, I'm just trying to wonder, like, what is the wildest animal? Like, like if there was an animal, like, what's the last animal that you want you would want to see like high on cocaine, like <laughs> super strung out? Like, what's the most skittish animal you could think of? Like a spider monkey? Um, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, a New York City pigeon. A pigeon? Because <laughs> yeah. they already kind of skittish. They'd be pissed off too. They'd be pooping <laughs> on everything. Um, you know what would be interesting? Seeing a sloth. You know? High on drugs. Like, <laughs> He's like already super, high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But like taking the slow and making it fast. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I guess high on cocaine. Also, yeah, like, oh, yeah. That would be pretty. Like if they went speed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They'll, yeah, or like be a, pretty like a tortoise or something like that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh man, it'll be wild, man. It'll be, that, oh. That'll be some wild stuff to see. A bird, you know, birds are crazy, like you said, the, like the pigeon. But if you think mm-hmm. like a little parakeet in a cage, like they would probably like try to like fly through the walls of the cage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Try All to right. ram it. Seeing a gorilla, gorilla, a crackhead gorilla. Oh Can no! You imagine that. Oh no! Because they already no. kind of mimic humans in some aspects. If you <laughs> stay around them a lot. Oh man! What if they like, like pick up a pipe and then just start scratching, smoking? <laughs> or a meth head, meth head gorilla, like meth head chimpanzees. Hmm. Scratching with all those fingers, like looking at, <laughs> you know, looking at you through the window at, at the zoo, scratching. Hey, no teeth in the mouth, trying to sell you some videos. <laughs> Trying to sell you some stolen bananas. <laughs> some stolen bananas that's already brown. They're already rotten, but it's all right. It still tastes like banana on the inside. You make some good banana bread with these bananas. Wow, cheap. Oh, you know, hey, that's gorillas, gorillas in these streets too. I guess so. Wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. Um. Yeah, man, I, I don't even know how to follow that up. Uh, wow. wow. Oh, goodness. So, you know, I was, I, I watched a, a little, like, snippet of a Jimmy Kimmel uh, episode this week, and he was talking to, uh, this has nothing to do with what we were talking about, but he was talking, he was talking to, um, to Wesley Snipes about, you know, his new role in Coming to America. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, and, 
Wesley Snipes said that he he originally, you know, he was one of the original guys who auditioned for the Soul Glow role, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and his good friend at the time, quote unquote at the time, Eric LaSalle is the one who got the role, obviously. Uh, but he said he had like four or five auditions for it, um, and uh, you know, something like that, and, and obviously didn't, you know, it didn't make it, uh, and his mm-hmm. other friend made it. But eventually, you know, he obviously, uh, and who else did he say he auditioned for that with? Because it was Eric LaSalle, him, and somebody that he was in a mo- another movie with. Uh, was he in New Jack City with? I can't remember who was in New Jack. Alan Payne. It was somebody else that he said uh, he mm-hmm. was in New Jack City with uh, that also auditioned. Uh, and you know, obviously, it was Eric LaSalle who got it, but um, I can't remember now. But uh, yeah, man, uh, it was it was pretty interesting to hear him say that. And then obviously, Eric LaSalle didn't want to come back and reprise the role because you know, like like we saw this week, did you say like he was supposed to be bald mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. So he he was speaking on uh, Eric LaSalle was speaking on why he didn't return back. He did. I guess he did not like the way. Uh, it was like, the story revolving him would have been so he was bald he was going bald and I guess this company of Soul Glow mm-hmm. uh, made this product called Soul Grow so he did not like apparently he did not like the way the script was written around Soul Grow and that's why he did not return to the uh, to the movie I don't know it could be other things but this is what he, he mentioned in the interview it's got to be other things. I mean, <coughs> yeah, that doesn't it doesn't sound like that bad, you know? But as I said to you on the text, I think we are visionaries because we did mention Eric LaSalle could have came back as a bald person. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Sure mm-hmm. did. I mean, hey, we start we started talking about BET Uncut, and then, you know, you saw... Everybody saw, started like, talking about BET Uncut. People Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, visionaries, man. Exactly. So next, next next week, people gonna be talking about cocaine, cocaine bears. Yeah, yeah. Running cocaine through the woods. Bears. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Pablo Escobar. Pablo wow. Escobar. I can't get over that. I hope that's the name of the movie. I don't know. It says Elizabeth Banks is supposed to be directing it, so I don't know. It's gonna be fun. I, I don't know if it's gonna be funny, but I think they could make it funny. It'll be like funny. I mean, I think it may, it may, it sounds like it's going to be like a, it's probably going to be like a, uh, like a serious action movie. Yeah. Uh, but everybody's going to think it's hilarious <laughs> at the end, <laughs> at the end of it all. Uh, what's that dude? You know, the dude who plays, uh, the dude who plays like Luis, I think on, uh, on, uh, on Ant-Man. Oh yeah. Uh, Michael Pena. Yeah. I hope, I hope Michael Pena's in the movie. I yeah. think it would just make it great. Yeah. So. That'd be funny. Anyway. Oh, man. That'd be funny. Oh, man. So here's a, a question for you since we're talking about movies. And I saw this come up early this morning on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So let's say, for instance, if John Wick dropped the N-bomb with the hard R, who out there in the fictional movie land is going to check him? Wow. John Wick, huh? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it would have to be a brother of some kind. Yeah, you know, it'd have to be a brother. So, I mean, I think there's there's only a few choices in my mind. You know, like like uh, uh, first, I would say Umbaku, because I don't think he would put up with that. Uh, second, 
uh, along the same lines would be T'Challa, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and then third, maybe Blade. That's yeah, all so I can think of, man. I was thinking Blade, but then there's a lot of interesting answers on this Twitter feed. So people thought uh, Denzel's character in Equalizer what was his name. Uh, anyway. Who's this character in Equalizer? Denzel okay. Washington's character. Okay, okay, in yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Denzel. What am I thinking? Yeah. Um, another Denzel character from. Uh, thing what was Book of Eli. That somebody even threw out Will Smith in Men of Black, Men in Black, with his little memory flasher thing. <laughs> that that could uh that might work. Then somebody said Spawn. Spawn. Yeah. I could see Spawn. Okay, Spawn yeah. or Blade. Yeah, yeah. Dang, I didn't even think about Spawn. Okay. <clears throat> somebody said Luke Hobbs, which mm-hmm. is The Rock's character um, in Fast and the Furious series. Okay. I don't know. It was just a it was pretty interesting uh, pretty interesting topic. Got hundreds of responses. Somebody said Leroy from mm-hmm. The Last Dragon. Bruce Leroy. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, okay. another favorite of mine, uh, Black Dynamite, Michael Jai White, Black Dynamite. Okay, okay, there you go. That's not bad. John Wick is a hard man to kill, as we've seen in the last three films. But who's going? Who's going to check him? Yeah, I don't know, man. Those are all some good. Those are all some good characters. Samuel L. Jackson, he played some characters that would probably check him. They check him, but would he walk away alive? That's the question. Yeah, he would not be able to show up as Mr. Glass. I know that. Oh, no, 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 no. He'd have to show up as somebody else. Uh, Wow. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't know who would win that. That was a good, good uh, topic of a discussion on Twitter. You know. You know. Somebody say Dr. Umar Johnson. Dr. Umar. What? Come on, man. Dr. Umar Johnson ain't gonna do that. They just gonna go and talk to him a whole lot. Um, let's see here. <laughs> from the fictional character. On a on a quick side note, did you see uh-huh. about the how Black Twitter <laughs> transformed WandaVision into Lawanda and Vishon? <laughs> I didn't see Lawanda, but I did see the Vishon that you sent me. Man. So people are saying Vishon, go check him easily. Oh, yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. Vishon definitely got a gold tooth in his mouth. Gold teethuses. And a chain. And and a piece and chain. That is true. That is true. Like Cuban link chain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he go walk away from there and go steal his girl. And his dog. <laughs> Wow, oh, man, man yeah. that's good. No, I did not see the Luanda, but yeah, that that Vishon is funny. Vishon had me cracking up. Thinking of a black vision. Man, vision mm. of blackness. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. I think, that, I think that'd be interesting. I think there's, I think there's a lot of people that, that would try to check him, but yet and still a lot of those would walk away. See the only reason I put my I put my money on like somebody like uh like like Black Panthers because like he could get injured and then you know get that uh that healing that healing stuff from Wakanda and be all right, you know what I'm saying? So he'd be able to come back multiple times. 
you know? True. Very true. Um, Spawn, yeah, Spawn would probably tear him up, honestly. I don't know. That, that, that'd be a good choice. Uh, as for anyone else, I don't know. It'd be, yeah, it'd be tough. It'd be what, tough to try yeah. to get it to them. Many, many of Denzel's characters would probably work. They, they would probably work, to be honest. Yeah. Um, that's a good one, though. That's a good one. Wow. Whew. All right. What else we got? Uh, I don't know. Did you did you want to talk about the Royals? Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, you know, you know, it came out that, you know, that there's what a little bit of a, little bit of a, a it, it like racism uh, between the Royals and Meghan Markle. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. I mean, hey, you know, you have a person of color who is, you know, half white and half black. We'll just go ahead and put that out there as the truth. Um, you know, person of color, though, uh, who is joining a longstanding whiter than white family, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which is like, I would say the most popular family in the in, in the world right now. Right. You know, the most popular family, especially, you know, in Europe and, you know, in that half of the world. Um but you know somebody who's American, a who they don't like Americans. You know they mm-hmm. still don't like us because we left, or, or you know I guess the those people left from over there. Um, you know B. You know you have somebody who's joining the fray who's not a royal already. You know not from a royal blood, uh, and then you know you have C. You know somebody who's a person of color who you know they probably I, I I don't know if this is true but they probably see people of color as more like the help. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, uh, so, you know, even though, even though, I mean, hey, you know, she was successful in her own right as, you know, as a entertainer, you know, obviously she wasn't making like billions of dollars like there were, you know, but, you know, she, she doesn't, she didn't just like show up, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, like, like she, she wasn't like trying to drive to Atlanta, you know, for a paycheck and then got stranded, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, uh, and try to have to open a GoFundMe. You know, so, uh, uh, yeah, and I mean, you know, the, the son, uh, whatever his name is, Prince Harry, whatever his name is, uh, you know, he fell in love. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. That's what it seems like. So I think it's interesting. And I always thought it was weird when they first decided to leave the royal family and like move to Canada or wherever. I was like, what is happening? Why would you leave? But, you know, with that being said, it sounds like, you know, there was some deep seated stuff that, you know, she found out or maybe they told it to her face or whatever. Uh, that caused her to want to leave, uh, you know, caused them to want to leave. And I mean, to his credit, you know, that's been his entire life. And that's that's like his future. You know what I'm saying? That's his legacy. Uh, and to basically, you know, uh, basically walk away from his legacy, uh, you know, I mean, I think that's pretty huge. And obviously, you know, he was going with his wife, which is what you should do. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, man. That's wild. What, what do you what do you think about that whole thing? I didn't even I ain't watched it the whole. Interview. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I I did not watch the the whole, well, the interview. I just saw the little tidbits of the whatever the media wanted to show us. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, I wasn't surprised. I I wasn't surprised by what they were saying. Um, what I was surprised by, I came across this. This uh, educator, scholar who was talking about, I guess, the history of that family, the royal family. And Mm -hmm. I I just found a post that he he put up. So he's saying uh, in in referring to Queen Charlotte, who was back in the 
18th century, so this is 1760s. Mm -hmm. uh, says her mother, Orana, was a black Moor. She married King George III of the UK in, in 1761. This queen had black blood from her mother and her father. They described her as a true mulatto. They said that she had a wide nose and that her lips were too thick. This was kept secret until 1999 when a story was done on her. She had 15 children. One of them was Prince Edward, the father of Queen Victoria, great-great-grandmother of Queen Elizabeth II, the current Queen of England. So Black has been in that family before Meghan Markle. They just kept it secret. And of course, there's like there's like a couple other little uh, details that that go on in there as far as like this queen we have now and the mm -hmm. connection to the you know the the uh queen charlotte so i thought that was great to know um and good that you know this professor shared that mm -hmm. so it's uh it's i don't know man it's just it's very interesting I, like i said i'm not surprised that there would be some kind of uh racism in the the royal family yeah that's crazy it's just like these guys these older aristocrats these older uh royal people are still living in a a time yeah they really are man and that's that's the problem like like i i don't know this is the thing i guess it's it's sort of like people who are like uber rich mm -hmm. they don't know a different life like they never had to work for anything comparatively they never had to like they never had it quote unquote hard like other people have, you know what I'm saying? So so it's hard for them to understand that. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for them to get what it's like to not be like that. And so, you know, I personally would be like, hey man, you know, you need to you need to like come to today, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. but then again, you know, it's but then again it's like it's hard for them to understand how to come to today. Cause cause they never needed to. Right, they've right. always been I mean that's that's why we thought about our former president you know what I'm saying he was the same way you know he he's always been that he's always been rich you know he never had to yeah. work for anything comparatively so yep so just had to run his mouth yes exactly exactly wow that's crazy yeah well you know there's a lot of people uh, facing backlash for you know not at least not like you know uh, uh, what do you call it um not, 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 I'm not trying to say acknowledge, but not um, not uh, sympathizing with her, you know, on the situation. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, it it is what it is. What was it? I I sent you this video of one of the uh, of I guess one of the co-hosts uh, from like what Good Morning Britain or whatever. Uh, talking to Pierce Morgan, uh, you know mm -hmm. who apparently uh, yeah, yeah, had, yeah. Some, I saw that. had some cross things to say, and man, yeah. this dude was going off on him like on live TV, and Pierce Morgan got up and walked off. I think the yeah. dude name is like Alex Brersford or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, yeah. he was going off. Yeah, and he was telling he it was. like it is. You know, uh, yeah, he was. And then of course, um, what was her name Sharon Osbourne? Uh, what is she on? What's that show she's on? Not The View. The talk, or the talk, yeah, the talk, the talk, yeah. So I think she, I didn't hear the interview with her, but I, I guess her and one of the co-hosts got into a discussion about this, and she was defending Pierce Morgan. So, mm -hmm. uh, there's all kind of backlash on that. So people wanting her fired now. 
Oh yeah. Shit. I don't know. It's great. Yeah, yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll be let go. She'll be let go. Cause CBS is doing an investigation. That's bad PR. They can't, they can't keep her. Mm-hmm. They can't keep her. Yeah. I'm sure she's going to try to talk a way out of it. Just like her daughter did with, with her Mexican statements back in the day. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what yeah. the week brings. You can try, but as soon as cancel culture gets a part of you, then, you know. You're done. You're going to be done. You are done. Oh, man. Yeah. So, hey, uh, you know, shout out to your sister-in-law and her food truck, you know. Shout out to them. Uh, uh, Gave, you know, they gave me a follow from Hooks Rubs, and I know that they've been, you know, she's been, uh, you know, listening to our show. We'd definitely love to have her on. I know she said that she may not want to talk about it, but, uh, you know, we're, we're fine. We're nice. You know, you know Jay. You know him really well. I don't yes. bite. I'm cool too. So yeah, we're all cool. So I want to learn learn about the process. Learn how yes. you did it. Learn how you came up with it, and how you make that delicious looking food. Yeah. We could talk about more uh, cocaine bears. And cocaine bears. That's always bears. a fun fun discussion. I wonder how a cocaine bear meat would taste. Hmm. Electrifying. <laughs> I don't know. What am I even thinking? I've lost. Might it. have a little zing. Yeah, it would. Be, everybody. It would be interesting. Yeah, I just, you know, it would be interesting to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Or inquiring minds don't want to know. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one with that inquiring mind who's just thinking random stuff. Cocaine bear meat yes. with a little hook sprinkled on top. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. That would be good, man. Tender. Yeah, um, I have, uh, see what I was going to say, so I have some to say, like, so, speaking of tender meat, uh, Fort Worth right now is, uh, is hosting the Steak Cook-Off Championship, the Steak Cook-Off Association World Championship. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm one of the judges, uh, I'm not there, obviously, but I'm one of the judges I've been, you know, judging uh, regional competitions or whatever, uh, and, you know, if you win a competition either in the steak category or ancillary category. So ancillaries are like appetizers, chicken wings, desserts, uh, you know, hamburgers, you know, uh, anything that's not like a straight up steak. If you win first place at your local location, you get a golden ticket, right? And your golden ticket is either for the, you know, for that year or for the next year to go to the world championship in Fort Worth. So I have a group of friends here who's been competing, uh, you know, Mm -hmm doing really well some have won trophies some haven't yet but you know it's, it's on the way yeah. Uh, yeah. and yeah man and, and so they've been competing I want to try to compete before the end of the year but man I would love to get that golden ticket and be able to go to Fort Worth right. just you know so, just for that that would be done right. so from a person who grills a lot and knows his meat mm-hmm. pause uh, I know it what is the criteria for an award winning steak what do you think it is? So, so this is the thing. Um, award-winning steak. When it comes to when it comes to this specific uh, uh, competition, they have a grading system, and they grade everything from, you know, rare to well done. And if it's medium, like right in the middle, that's a perfect ten. If you're just mm. over, or if you're just under, that's a nine. And, you know, if you're rare or, like, super well done, then that's, like, a seven or something like that. So, like, you know, the grading system is, like, pretty, like, structured and, and 
you know, they give you like a picture to look at and compare that to the stake that you're looking at and, and see, uh, you know, see, um, you know, see how I go. So me personally, if I have a medium stake, maybe with a little bit of, maybe a little Pittsburgh char on the outside, if you know steak, then you know what that is, a little, little crest on the outside. Mm-hmm. But me, medium, perfect medium, medium cooked steak, you know what I'm saying? So red center, little tiny bit of pink to the edges. That that's good for me. Tender, juicy. So does it matter about the seasoning? Um, yes, that's the other thing. So I mean, obviously, everybody has their own like flavor, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, flavor likes. And me personally, I like some salt and some pepper, a little bit of garlic. Um, you know, salt, pepper, and garlic like like the three mains. You know, um, you know, some onion maybe. Yeah, salt, pepper, and garlic. Nice little combination of those. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to this cook-off thing, man, like you see people doing all kinds of things, you know, all kinds of things. I will say this. Um, I will say this. Um, there are some people who cook their steaks over charcoal. There's people who cook their steak over wood. There's some people who cook their steak on like a kellet or like a pellet grill, whatever. The people who cook on charcoal and wood who use lighter fluid, bro, that's an instant L all the time in my book. Mm-hmm. That, that, because you know, you, they grade on like, they grade on the appearance, they grade on tenderness, they grade on flavor uh, and texture. And, and, you know, when you sm- when you open the box and you immediately smell uh, a lighter fluid, it's over, bro. That's it. Like you don't get disqualified, but I know you get you know a lower score overall. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta be just gotta be smart about the way you cook, man. But yeah, mm-hmm. award-winning steak for me. You know, it's that perfect cut in perfect. You know, cook in the middle. Nice, like you know, salt, pepper, and garlic. You know, flavor. And not a, uh, you know, not too much flavor of. It could have some smoke flavor too, but not too much like charcoaly and no lighter fluid, none, cool. none, none, son. Gotcha. It's been yeah. a while since I've ever since I've used lighter fluid. Yeah. A long time. It's not. It's not. It's useless. I think. I mean, it's not. It's not cool to use. I will say this. I do know that one of the people who is at this championship this year. Uh, actually used the Midnight on one of his award-winning stakes. So, one of, our, one of the hooks ropes. So, I was really happy to hear that. Uh, I didn't get to, I didn't get to, uh, I didn't get to judge his stake, so, uh, I didn't have any, you know, opportunity to, to, uh, I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, this is the thing, like, everything is blind. You don't know who, you know, you don't know who, um, is, uh, turning in the stake anyway, but, you know, I might have tasted it and been like, oh, I know what this is. Uh, but either way, um, you know, I, uh, I, I'm, you know, happy for that guy, especially because that guy is one of the guys who helped me, uh, you know, find, um, you know, find a location in a retail place here. So, you know, he's really, really, uh, you know, really nice dude. So glad he's doing cool. well. And hopefully they, hopefully he gets a dub and bring home the trophy. Nice. Some money. So. That'd be good. That'd be nice. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So anyway, yeah, man. So yeah, shout out to Fort Worth for hosting that. I know the guy who runs the thing is from Texas, from that area. So you know he, um, 
you know, he makes championship in, in Cowtown. It's just, you know, a place mistake. Makes sense. Makes cool. sense. Anyway, uh, on that note, I think that's all about it. All about all I got. That's all I got too. All right. I got things to do, people to see, and stuff around the house to attend to. Yes, indeed. I think I said it right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Tell the people where they can find us. All right, folks. Uh, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, hashtag Blackout Pod, iTunes, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Google Play. Anchor, Spreaker, all those places and more. Uh, you can find our podcast. Um, email us topics, hashtag blackoutpie at gmail.com or hit us with a voicemail, 3853BLAKPC or 385-325-2572. Let us know if you have any drug field stories that involve animals mm-hmm. um, using drugs or consuming them in any way, shape, or form. Check out hooksrub.com, etsy.com slash shop slash hooks, rubs, and spices. Be on the lookout for some new stuff coming through. The new new. The new new coming through. Give you give your meat a good flavor. All that good stuff. Mm. Sprinkle it all over your meats. Sprinkle it all over your meats and cook it. Or not. <laughs> be on the lookout for next week 179 this is 178 we slowly trekking the 200 slowly trekking to uh five years of podcasting april 20th 420 to be exact oh twinkie yes full twinkie you know so yeah looking forward to it we should have a big blowout bash five years I don't know how that would work, and but it could be a maybe a internet. Uh, what do you call it? like an internet? Uh, invite multiple people to a Zoom chat. Yeah, we big could do Zoom. that. How many people can you let on a Zoom meeting? I mean, dude, I've been at work with like a thirty-five person Zoom before, so I'm sure you could do a lot of people. It's probably gonna be the most dysfunctional Zoom talk ever. Yes, I'm down. Let's uh yeah, let's try to make that happen, man. Uh, let's find let's figure out who we want to get on the invite list. Okay. Uh, which should be a whole lot of people. If you want to be on the invite list, let us know. Yes. We'd love to have you. Uh definitely. Yeah, we, that would be great. It should be fun. Lots of shows we like to listen to and we don't always get to connect with them. Um yes. so that would be great. What day is 420 on? Let's see. Mm. It's on a Tuesday. Okay, so that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> But we could do it. We could do, it. Before, we could do it on the week, sometime the week before, and just release it uh, on 420. On 420. That yes. sounds good. Sounds good. Let's make it happen. Cool. It's exciting. Let's do it. All right. Well, on that note, y'all for listening. I'm blacking out. Blacking out as well. Deuces. You! You know what dog food tastes like? Do you? It tastes just like it smells. Delicious. <laughs>